0: How's it going, everybody? So, I might as well do this because uh, I'm going to watch the football tonight and then I'm going to do tomorrow the uh, NFL Week 4 uh, reaction video. So, um, New York Comic Con is on Thursday. Um, I'm going to be attending this year, Thursday and Friday. Um, The... This is the show of the year for me. Uh, I go to New York Comic Con to work. Um, It's not that I don't enjoy it. I really love going to this show. Um, I really love uh, just seeing stuff. It's like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And... I can't afford everything I want. I mean, uh, like, uh, if I had, like, how's that country song go? If I had a million dollars, I'd buy pretty much everything I say in sight at that show because it's Nerd Central. Now, uh, I'm not doing anything crazy this year. Uh, there's gonna be, like, no big, big spenders. Uh, I'm gonna really fight, um, uh, any, uh like, spur-of-the-moment spending. One of the things I usually try and do is get, like, a... uh, I'll I'll get into it in a second, but... So, I I treat New York Comic Con as a working uh, situation. I also treat it as a, uh, like, an actual in-person support uh, by buying the merch from the people that um, either liking their stuff on social media or uh, just want to, like, vote. The thing that people don't understand about industries and businesses is that you vote with your dollars. If you hate something and you keep giving them money, you're not really hating on it uh, in a way that'll uh, get them to stop doing what they're doing. Um, so the people I will be voting for with my dollars this year in- include... Uh, like uh, Louis Stardust and Joe Matista because, like, I really like Joe's art, and I also like uh, like, go Jersey. Um, yeah, by the way, check out Joe's artwork. Uh, like, he's a tattoo artist and he does incredible stuff, just incredible stuff. And if I had a million dollars, I'd get some work done. Uh, okay, and let's see now, who else? Um, Neptune Suicide, I'm going to try and see her at either the tino evil booth or uh i'm trying to think where else she like i remember her posting that she's gonna have multiple locations so uh i'm gonna get some stuff signed from her hopefully uh support the people that you want to see uh uh around um let's see get those two out of the way uh, i'm a huge fan of Kristen Goodsnook's work um I've never heard her pronounce her last name out loud, so I'm really hoping I didn't butcher it right there. Uh, I don't know. I've been following her work for years. Uh, I I discovered her on Hench Girl, and Hench Girl is one of these awesome books that I didn't know where it was going. Um, And that's a good thing, because I've read enough genre-type stuff that... I kind of can see things before they happen. I see the architecture, uh, it's like, they give like you, like, the, the problem with, like, cliche storytelling isn't that, um, uh, it's not that it's inherently bad, it's that, it's, like, it loses the entertainment, uh, factor because you know what's coming, uh, like, th- like these two-word action movies that, like, are supp- supposed to be thrillers, but they're not really thrillers because you know all the twists and turns. It Like, a uh, like little bit of uh, backstory, um, whenever I see a review that says, like, this person was electrifying, you know what that means? You know what electrifying is code word for? Electrifying in a review is code word for everything else around them was so dull that it took this actor to literally jolt you back into uh, attention. That's what electrifying means. And whenever they say, you'll never guess all the twists and turns that it takes, it's like, no, it means that you will guess every twist and turn. Like, I feel like there's two kinds of reviewers out there. The kind that, like, know better and uh, uh, say, you'll never guess the twists and turns as, like, a code word for, uh, hey, uh, you're uh, probably going if to, you're, if you're smart enough, you're going to know everything that happens, before it happens And th- then then there's the other uh, Twists and uh, Turns guy who's like Uh I really believe That you are stupid enough that you Uh Won't guess what everything is Uh Because They, they it just let you know don't ever uh, Read any of my reviews again because I'm not smart enough So and Plus like, uh, Attend them to that a lot of reviewers see a lot of shit movies, and so when a good one comes along, uh, like they sing the praises of it like nonstop, and then uh, because they've seen a lot of movies, uh, like they don't understand like the, the like the, where the floor is for like the typical viewer and where the ceiling is, so. What I'm basically saying is I don't trust reviewers Other than Like like, You have to establish A rapport with reviewers And Certain people I know what their tastes are I know what uh, If they thought about this And what what they think about that Like I know a couple I follow enough of them To be like all right, if this person Is saying this I know how that aligns With my opinion of the person and, And what they're talking about So I know Not to trust them On certain things like red letter media guys, yeah, they notice certain things, but they don't have my taste. Like, uh, I'm not do. I'm not going out of my way to see like the most. Uh, uh, like, they did a review on a red box movie the other day, something that like with uh, John Travolta, and they applied really good film criticism in an entertaining way, but at the same time, though. I have no desire to like uh, watch it based on their recommendation. Like it, I, I just like enjoy the film criticism of it. It's, it, uh, and that's really hard too because like I would rather watch. Like I think in the hour that they spent on it, they you could have watched uh, like two thirds, if not the whole thing, of the movie that they were talking about. Uh, Especially with fast forward Where you just like Fast forward man This this shit sucks All right. Anyway back to uh, New York Comic Con Um, There's I'm starting to see uh, Social media stuff Pop up on it I know Viz Media is doing Like a a cat plush doll uh, Giveaway And they're doing Tickets ahead of time So if you uh, So if you get the ticket Ahead of time You can get the plush doll I am not doing that I thought about doing that, but I am not doing that. I do not have enough time to be, uh, waiting in line, um, for plushies. That being said, uh, I got an email from the DC Universe app saying, hey, if you come check out our, uh, booth, we'll give you free pins of Harley Quinn and, the Harley Quinn, from the Harley Quinn show, that is sort of Amanda Connery, uh, Jimmy, uh, Pomiati, uh, influenced but it's like an adult version of it I was like uh well if I'm there and if I'm going there anyway to check stuff out why not um but anyway uh I think I was talking about Kristen Goodsnook uh talked about hench girl uh hench girl was one of those books that like I think I think it was like eleven issues eleven or It was an odd number of issues. I don't think it was, like, an even 12. But the, uh, the book, I couldn't predict because, uh, I could tell it was a superhero story. I could tell, like, there was things in there. Uh, like, the characters were, uh, interesting because they were actual characters. Like, they had, uh, and plus, like, there was, like... Like, a little bit of snark involved. And, like, there was, like, these little jokes here and there. So, like, I just really enjoyed the book. I didn't get... Did I get the trade? Yes. I think... Yeah, I got the soft cover. So, anyway, I got the soft cover. Uh, I picked up her uh, Scholastic uh, book. Uh, Like, Making Friends. Because... Why not? Uh, Fan of the work? Vote with your dollars. Uh, So there's a sequel to that one, uh, I might as well get it, uh, to either one of my nieces, um, because eventually my one niece is going to be reading, and, uh, I can give her both books if possible, um, that one's going to be a little bit tough to, for me, for me, I'm going to, Lend it to her Because I'm going to have to Give it to my other niece Eventually And I don't trust uh, My sister to Like uh, Hold on to certain things Uh Because both my sisters Uh They clean with Flamethrowers So Uh If you're not using it Get rid of it Uh Basically Mentality So So go see Like Artist Alley Is going to be an interesting one Because There's people I know That are going to be there But they don't have tables So It's going to be Interesting Finding people Um I am going to uh, try and find at least two people I'm working with, an artist on a project. I'm gonna try and meet up with him there. I don't think he's at a table or anything, but I don't even know if he's going. Like, uh, uh, I'm gonna check with him on Wednesday or whatever. Find out. Uh, if, if there's this one artist, like I, I've been following his stuff, and the last last year um, he had stuff, but I here's the problem with cons. If, you, if I had a million dollars, I would buy everything. Um, you can't buy everything that you see that you want because you'll just spend Boco dollars. And I don't even know where the hell that word comes from. I've just heard it before. Is it buttload or Boco or uh, buco or Bacho or whatever? Uh, Boco. Uh, spend a lot of money, and especially because prints are awesome ways to support artists because ideally, like, they're, like, between the 25 and 45 range, uh, the, if I, if, like, he had one particular print, if he has it, like, if I see it on the table, I will definitely, uh, uh, buy one, uh, because, here's the thing, if you keep seeing people doing the stuff that, uh, they're doing, and you're like, oh, next time, Next time's now, motherfucker! Come on now. Uh, like, like it's it's like one of those like social contracts. It's like, like uh, let me take a walk around. Like you got, like you have to restore your. Uh, you have to like. You have to uh, put stuff out into the universe that uh, eventually comes back to you positive. So when you say, "Hey, let me uh, take a walk around, see what else is out there, and then I'll come back." You have to come back eventually. Like, uh... Hopefully they remember you, so... Ugh. The... Let's see now. Um... One of the things I've been doing... I have a streak going. Like, I think I have, like, five or six of these. Uh, the Kim Jong-hee, uh, books. It's a $100, but... The, uh the way he, uh, personalizes each one is insane. Uh, he does a drawing. So the line for his stuff can be a little bit long. Uh, not going to lie. And if he takes a break on you, you're like, ah, oh. but especially because, uh, that's one of those things you, you got to get done early on. Especially I'm only there for two days. I'm only there for two days. I uh, got stuff going on on the weekend. So and I'm not coming back on Sunday, so I only have two days to get everything I want to done. So, like one year, uh, like I had Kim Yong Yi book and he drew uh, a young woman with a skull. Another year, he drew um, I forget what he drew, but like another, like last year I picked up uh, uh, Kim young Yi ta- uh, across uh, Toro Torada. I know it was Tarada. I forget the guy's first name, but... Really great art book, and... He drew an older woman with, like... Uh, like, he... I basically think he drew, like, a Russian, uh... Immigrant from, like, the 1940s on a train. Like, you know those types you see where, where it's, like, they have, like, their... It's, like, the grandma who's coming over to America, and she's got, uh... That thing wrapped around her hair, uh... So that her hair doesn't get all dirty. Uh... Anyway, so... But he draws it with no reference. Like, he... Like, whatever's in his head, that's what he's drawing. And he get, I don't even... If you buy his artwork... His art books, you realize he has, um... Recurring images. But, like, just like the... The surreal, uh... Perspective, uh... Studies that he does... Oh my god. Like, they're that good. Alright. Um... There's a couple tattoo artists I I follow that have historically been at New York Comic Con. Um, I'm probably going to stop, uh, stop by and see them, uh, if possible. I don't know if they're there or not this year. I looked at the Artist Alley list, but... goddamn, it was like a week ago when the uh, uh, panels were announced. So I was like, I'm trying to... I'm hoping for the best in that uh, the panels that are like educational and... Uh, like the one I really care about is Creator Connection because Creator Connection actually has um, opportunities. It's like for people who are just like me that want to work together with people and make stories. Uh, I'm not going to go there this year with stories uh, that I want to tell, but the idea is I want to get everyone's uh, business card this year. Like, that's the plan. Uh, I also want to find out when, uh, creator AfterCon is because creator AfterCon is the thing that, uh, people, uh, from the creator connection, uh, and even, uh, people that are on the show floor will go to, they'll find a bar and be like, they'll talk comics, they'll talk, uh, talk, uh, like, like, uh, daily life stuff, like they'll, it's a hang, it's a further hangout for, like networking and just like hey, uh, we're, we're all professional or trying to be professionals here. So, the speaking of which, uh, there's two booths I'm gonna definitely stop by. Um, I always go through uh, Small Press because they are the hardest working people at the show. I don't care what anyone else says. Uh, they are like Small Press. Is in the Javits Center, historically, has been underneath the, uh, the, the Galleria that's, like, the third floor. And... one year, it wasn't that. Uh... it was, um... Like a, uh, like a pop-up, like, uh... event for Ghostbusters, I think, but... or some Nickelodeon show. Uh... or maybe it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, like, maybe it was, uh... T- uh on Nickelodeon. So, the small press is always sandwiched between the block and the marvel booth and by the marvel booth there's like a giant tower of t-shirts being sold so you're dealing with heavy duty uh like foot traffic but you're also dealing with lines out the ass um for these uh hardcore booths and small press is you're basically, uh, like dividing a very, like a small fifth of the convention floor into, uh, eight foot by eight foot, uh, blocks and the, uh, number of boots that they have, cause like they, they realized they could charge more for a corner piece than they could for like a middle piece. Uh, so they wanted to break it up so that there's plenty of pathways I don't know what the codes are on conventions. I do realize that they're going to have, um, like, differences on, uh, what is, uh, like, like, uh, like an intersection. Like, the main, the main, uh, aisles are, are a specific length. The, uh, the, the main, not aisles, but the avenues, I should say. Are, uh, like a specific length, so, but small press, it gets tighter. So when you're going through small press, you're fighting for, uh, in a, you're fighting for attention, basically. Uh, I've had a booth at New York Comic Con before, and I can tell you if I had sat down and waited for people to come to me, I'd have made maybe, uh, a, a 5% of what, uh, like, I ultimately made that weekend, if that, and, uh, in order to be successful, like, I had to stand in front of the table and bark at people, uh, I had to sell them on the way there, I had to fight for their attention, and it's a hard goddamn thing to do, especially when you're, uh, small press, and you don't necessarily have, um, an in, uh, like, the difference between, like, me and, like, I'm telling stories I want to tell. Uh, and I realize, like, horror stories, uh, sell out with women fast. Um, so, just a little bit of advice. If you want to appeal to female readers, uh, write a horror story. Because the women that go to comic conventions, uh, chances are they really enjoy horror. So, couple booths that I'm going to be checking out uh, in small press. It's going to be uh, Wayward Raven, uh, which I've, t- I've talked to those guys at multiple conventions. Uh, we're almost on a first name basis, and for conventions that you see each other three or four times a year, that's saying something. Uh, then at uh, like they do uh, like a whole mix of stories. They do superhero parody. They do uh, kid stories. I want to say the majority of what they do is, uh... Like, all ages. Which is not to say it's geared towards kids, but it's, um... Uh... It's literally all ages in that... There's nothing stopping an adult, uh... From, like enjoying this book as... Or a kid. And there's nothing, uh... That a a parent can't, uh... Like, look at and say... Well, it's not for my Timmy. So... uh, they're good like that. Plus, uh, like the great thing about like when parents buy their stuff, uh, the kids will, uh, get the books. But if they, if you spend, like, they usually have a deal, uh, where they can't sell you the beer, but if you buy a certain amount, they they will, uh, let you have a, they'll gift you a beer. So, Uh, One of my favorite uh, bottle caps in uh, my table happens to be the Wayward Raven uh, bottle cap because that's how cool they are. They have their own bottle caps. So, oh, there's that. Then, uh, also in small press, I believe, is uh, Pronto Comics. I actually have a book with Pronto Comics. If you guys want to go check it out, it's Neo Australia. It's on their website, I believe. Uh... Neo Australia, it's done by me, um, Kerf, uh, Kurf, uh I, w- I always get his name a little bit, uh, uh, butchered, because, uh, Kerf Petier, Petier, uh, damn it, I-, I don't know if he's actually French or not, but, like, I always say, like, the the French version of it, the guy's name is Kerf, he's an awesome artist. Uh, Kerf Inks is his Instagram handle. And I also did, um... A, uh... A preview of a, a story that I'm kind of continuing. Uh, about, like, kids, uh... Uh... Playing pretend. Uh, that... It's not all ages. But, like, it's gonna be, like, that... Like, that low-end young adult stuff. So... Like, that's the... That's the plan. So, I'm, I'm working on that. Then I'm going to... Like, uh, if you're paying attention, I kind of mentioned it before. Uh, so, I don't know if she has a... Uh, like, I know this is back to Artist Alley, but if uh, Ashley Rye is there, I am going to try and... Uh, like, do a cosplay in front of her because I don't have friends. Friends is too strong a word. And acquaintances... Uh, I feel like people are supposed to remember, but uh, I was at AwesomeCon like two or three years ago, and AwesomeCon, I'm painted yellow for a thing I'm cosplaying, and uh, she notices that I'm painted and uh, asks uh, like how how I'm doing at the show and you know basic stuff or whatever, have a conversation. And I tell her I'm never doing it again because uh, if you paint yourself yellow, uh, and like there's a difference between like sealed body paint and unsealed body paint, and I was unsealed, so if I rubbed up against anybody, I was ruining their day because they were they were getting yellow on them as well. And comic conventions are like you have to like check a little bit of your personal space at the door at the peak hours because. Uh, it's uh, it's it's not a stampede of people, but it's pretty damn close. It, it's like a frozen stampede of people. Like like you just got all these people that are uh, going one way or another, and like there's just like this flow of the crowd. Uh, people will be like online for something. It'll just like obstruct. So we're gonna see how good uh, the uh, uh, convention planners are for um, organizing things so that they don't put wrestlers next to uh, like a high-priced item and then they make sure that they have like, uh, the high-profile artists and writers uh, in artist Alley uh, like in a spot that doesn't like, uh, completely uh, obstruct everything. Because that one was a massive problem uh, the other uh, year. Because I think Gail Simone was on a corner piece, and her line wrapped around the entire block that she was in, and no one could get anything. Uh, so th- that was like uh, one year. So oh, let's see, talk to Wayward Raven. Talk to Bronto Comics. Um. So, yeah, like, my goal this year is instead of getting everything I want, uh, materially, like, goddamn, and plus, there's the shit that you don't plan for that you you gotta be ready for, um, like, I've ran into actual editors, and I've just, like, happened to, like, start conversations with them and not known it, uh, and boy, uh, You wish you were more prepared in that moment, uh, because it's, like... And you ask, like, better questions. If I run into an editor this year, I'm asking, how do I pitch stuff to them? Because I'm going to, uh, small press. Like, I'm, uh... Gonna try and run something by Scout Comics. And if I see, uh, Vault Comics, uh... I'm gonna ask them, too, because... Like, there's certain, uh, new people out there that, uh... I would happily, uh, like, uh, face plant in front of, trying, than be like, well, how do I do this? Like, like, uh, I would, I would much rather face plant in, a, in the attempt than just sit on the sidelines, like, and, and not make an idiot out of myself. I'd totally do that. And it's, ugh, so, like, uh, that's my thing this year, so, uh, all right. Oh, yeah, one last thing. Creator Connection. I might have mentioned it before, but that's going to be my Friday night. Uh, Friday night, I am going to uh, Creator Connection. Uh, I think I mentioned it. I'm, I'm just going to say it again. Friday night, like, that's that's uh, fourth quarter, baby. Uh, I wish it was uh, sooner so I could just get it out of the way. But uh, I'm going to and get to the DC stuff because they're going to have a pop-up uh, across the street at like a Hudson Loft. I'm going to try and get to the anime fest that they are allowing you to get into for uh, for if you already have a badge for New York Comic Con they're just going to let you go in for free so that's uh, great like and plus I like the way they're doing it like uh, so far because last year they had it at Pier 94, and Pure 94 is comics, uh, um, comic convention hell. Only in that, uh, you have to have a really big-ass convention, uh, to justify using Pier 94. Because, uh, Big Apple used it one time, Wizard World used it one time, uh, it might have been around the same time they were the same owners, but... problem with pier 94 is it's huge and it's you got to be able to sell something like that out for people to uh want to pay uh money to table there and have booths and what um your comic con and uh and uh, anime fest are doing i always get confused if it's anime fest or if it's uh Or if it's, uh... I know Anime NYC is uh, in November, so I, I was getting confused. But what they're doing this year is, like, they're having a regular floor. They're not having an artist alley, but they're going to have booths and whatnot. And then they're going to have specific events. I was so tempted to, uh, to uh, go up to uh, Anime Fest for the Yoshitaka Amano uh, 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 panel where they would have a, um, a meet and greet at the end, but, ah, oh, like it's, it, it's not in the plans this year. I wish I could go, but I can't, uh, I can't justify, uh, giving up the amount of time that it would take to get that done, uh, especially when I have so much else to do. Like in the half hour that I was talking about things, It could take me one... it's it's definitely not going to take me one day, but... It could take me all two days just to barely get the stuff that I'm trying to done. And that's on top of uh, doing what I regularly do at conventions, where I go into Artist Alley and I just get pro tips from uh, creators. Which, by the way, this year, after I'm done with this convention, my YouTube channel is going to have content, and not streams... Uh, I'm going to have, um, actual, like, curated content on my, uh, YouTube channel again. So, that's the plan. I'm also going to put a link, uh, for people to submit ideas or, uh, thoughts. Like, I'm going to tag New York Comic Con in the, uh, in the hashtags. And then I'm going to uh, uh, put, put it out there so people can put their reactions, their thoughts. Because I'm not talking about New York Comic Con until New York Comic Con is over. Uh, so, like, uh, either next week, either on Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to do a podcast on New York Comic Con and just uh, like let everybody know how things went. So. And I'll probably put some of the interviews uh, that I'm doing because, like, like, I didn't talk about, like, the Equilibrium uh, Urban Survival Gear because I'm going to try and reach out to them see if, like, they have, like, a few minutes to spare to talk about their stuff or whatever. Uh, then I'm also going to reach out, like, I'm, I'm always going to do, I'm I'm trying to do too much and I feel lazy when I'm not doing anything at the show because for the amount of money that you spend getting in there, uh, like, at the very base, you gotta enjoy what you're doing. And the other thing, too, is, uh, uh, that negative voice inside your head starts, uh, uh, chanting, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing, and, like, get into a goddamn song and dance about it. So, all right, people, uh, wish me luck. Uh, all right. Hit me up if you see me. I'll have, like, the Double Barrel Theater logo on my back, so you'll, you'll know it's me. Uh, peace.